Um, I always wanted to get bigger. Well, <laughs> which way? <laughs> or vertically. As a child, you're right. I did want a bunch of shrinking juice. <laughs> And I didn't want to exercise, and I did want to eat all the Sour Patch Kids I could hold. <laughs> <laughs> so I was hoping there would be some sort of machine that could make parts of me smaller and other parts of me bigger. There is an elliptical. Can I? Yeah, but I wanted it to be like some sort of laser gun. <laughs> Zap. Zap. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Gay Power Half Hour, the only podcast on the internet where if one of us retires, the entire Senate has to confirm the new co-host. <laughs> Please put your hands together for the loveliest... Hi, I'm Tony Soto. ...and the loveliest Casey Lai. I love how your name gets no someone talking above you, but me... You talk over me. Well, you know what? It's Great start, Casey. You have really good to learned be. Happy anything. Pride. Why, just get in <laughs> one more hate crime before the end of Pride Month, Casey. Um, I don't think that that's the... I that's feel it. it's a, it, you look, attacked. Look, microaggressions are aggressions nonetheless, but I'm not going to say they're a hate crime. And this is my problem with liberals. <laughs> <laughs> is that if we're going to call everything a major issue, you know, then nothing's a big issue. And that's real, actually. I agree with that. I'm going to hop into this a little bit. Look, I'm not trying to come for certain people who um, are in a, a position of no power with uh, comments about their looks. <laughs> but if you're in a position of power and you use that power to be a Nazi, I do think that you should be allowed to say something along the lines of like, the real reason Sarah Huckabee Sanders got kicked out of that restaurant is because the restaurant was worried they were gonna run out of food. <laughs> but the minute I say something so offensively body shaming against Sounds a Nazi a that I'm not allowed to participate in the conversation anymore because I'm just as bad as them. Nazis took pride in being fit, Casey. Happy Nazi Pride Month. <laughs> so, uh, so are you up in arms about the about uh, Sarah Suckabee's Suckabee's response to uh, uh, being thrown out of a red hen? Red hen. What's a red hen? I think hen she got anyway? it confused with a red lobster. I'm pretty sure that she wanted to take her family down to their favorite, uh, uh, you know, gurgle hole, the red lobster. I love a cheddar biscuit. But they went to they got they they took the wrong road. They found themselves on lovely Main Street, Lexington, Virginia, and stumbled into this farm to table. Uh, you know, but, hipster hut. You know, but that gives me hope. Actually, thinking about there being like a nice little liberal restaurant in Virginia. You Agreed. Know what I mean, like that. That. Uh, here's here's my question because uh, what's been happening a lot lately are people who are over this administration and all the fucking backward shit that they're doing to this country are taking it upon themselves to now call them out on the street. 
Yeah, you mean they're like they're there is like on the like active protesting against um, members of the uh, uh, Trump administration, right? Like in your face type stuff, and where people are meeting them on the streets or going into restaurants. Like uh, the uh, who was the girl who was booed out of a Mexican restaurant? Kajurston, I think. Uh, Kajurston Nielsen. Okay, Kirsten. It's Kirsten Nielsen. Yeah, and she's the the Department of Homeland Security. She tried to eat at a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, like, like just keep adding insult to injury, why don't you? And yeah. eat my people's food as you're yeah. trying to tear families apart. I but, like it when the white people make the guacamole and they add a little sour cream and it tastes super delicious. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, you know, I watched The View. Uh-huh. And the discussion on The View now regarding these situations is um, it, it, in this hot political climate where people uh-huh. uh, were uh, one of the where they brought up that that congressman was shot when he was playing uh, softball you know like like this is dangerous this is a dangerous thing to be doing uh, uh, the uh, during this time what's because, dangerous because, to- because because uh, because people are getting so close to these officials you could shoot them or you could or something uh, violent, violent well, could happen y- y- okay so i have a I, I do i i i've been thinking about this a lot because this is the question is is um you know how do we actively protest against um what we see as what it feels like and what i'm being told by experts and and uh and pundits is is a, a destruction of all sorts of democratic norms by people who use whether they know it or not a textbook fascist um, playbook they or they you know if they're doing like to 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 destroy civility and um, then to play the victim card all the time and then all of a sudden to because you're the victim you can then attack from a vociferous place and so all of a sudden you're labeling let's say I don't know Mexican immigrants or immigrants from Central America as a insect here to infest our nation yeah um, then that's how crime happens against those people right that being said the minute one tiny little thing is and by that I mean someone getting killed I mean but I, I guess my my big fear is like if any one of these people does get physically harmed or get killed any one of these Trump administration officials that's when that's when like um, martial law can start being implemented like if Trump were to get killed Mike Pence would then become the dictator of America you right. know and that's something we that liberals need to know is well, um, I, I don't th- kill anyone I think that what it comes down to is I feel a lot I would feel a lot yes. safer having uh, a gaggle of liberals come up and yell on my face about shit that I'm not doing because you know they're probably good people yeah. it, it's the it's the conservative groups and the, the you know those white nationalists and stuff that I don't really want coming around and telling me that you know you know and yelling in my face and, and here's what i think that um that these public servants are forgetting is that that they are elected officials and that they work for uh us yeah and if you are not going to answer your phone which they rarely do when everyone's like you know when people are Call. up in arms they won't answer here's their number but you know i don't know how many times i've called and i heard mailboxes full you know what i mean uh-huh. so it's like you're calling if, like if, DHS if, secretary. If Kirsten they're putting Nielsen? no, I'm talking like elected Congress, representatives oh, and shit like that. So I'm talking about because Mitch McConnell was recently uh, uh, a part. He got he got uh, protested at he, on while, the street while he was leaving a building with he and his wife. Uh-huh. 
And it's like, you're elected, bro. If you're not going to answer your phone when, when the people who elected you have a problem, then, uh, then they should yeah. be able to say to your face on the street that you're not doing your fucking job. I mean, even Walmart has a fucking customer service. You know what I mean? And, and they're backwards and evil as fuck. So it's like... And, and they're not responsible to us. They're responsible to their corporate masters. And I think that they are getting everything that they wanted. And I think that as a result of that, they're going to ride this Trump tiger until it consumes us all. And the, and the whole thing about like, like Trump coming in and him being like, you know, uh, I'm not a politician. Here's the thing. If there is one thing that politics needs are Paula fucking titians. Cause like you bring in these like corporate people who mm -hmm. are seriously big business and only thinking about, uh, money. Uh -huh. It's like, they're not looking for the greater good. Yeah. But if they were only thinking about money, I'm not sure they would be doing their best to alienate half of their entire, uh, uh, uh base, which is the, the majority of Americans who vote in a different direction. And I think, um, um, I think my biggest concern on this is just going back to the protest thing is that nothing has worked, you know, and his approval ratings only go down if he literally locks children in fucking cages, you know, like yeah. the only time his approval rating goes down and doesn't go up because the economy is good is when he does something so outrageously offensive that even the like the little white housewives who um, are willing to suffer through pussy grabbing stuff because their 401k gets better, you know, like that's when they have to pull back a little bit and say, this isn't what we want, but what they so, so I, I think I, w I want to pull back again to the uh, the idea of like civility and Sarah Huckabee Sanders and shouting. At well, Mr. we have Maxine Waters who came out right. and she she uh, publicly said, "Go out and confront these yeah. people." She never said attack. She never nope. said anything like nope. that. Um, and then they immediately start coming for her. And uh, then she there was this one of those now this videos that popped up in my feed where she obviously had just gotten yelled at by somebody about her what her actions and she was reading quotes from Donald Trump. And it's like, look, you right. can't, and it's about civility. It's like, you can't sit here and tell uh, liberals that they need to be more civil when we have a president who campaigned on destroying all that yeah. anyway. And you, and you, and we get, civility um, is gone, everyone. Exactly. And how long can we be nice? I mean, w at what point did the uh, good people in Germany try to be above the fray until yeah. um, they are no longer was an option? And I do, and I do, and it's hard to, um, you know, it, I, I do think that it, now we are allowed to start making the argument that we are losing our democracy and something's coming to something else is coming. And I think um, the problem, like I was saying at the top, is like, you know, when everything is um, like the worst thing in the world, then you don't realize when it actually happened. And that yeah. has been a problem is everything has been the most racist thing in the world. Everything has been the most homophobic thing. Everything's been the most misogynistic thing. Everything's been, been the most fascist thing. And then when it really starts kicking into gear, that argument isn't ringing real in the heads of the people who right. could be the moderate bulwark a little bit, even though they skew to the right. And I'm not sure how we address any of this anymore. And I think... I don't know if I'm right on this, but like, let's take Sarah Huckabee Sanders. She got kicked out of a restaurant. We're not allowed to bully her in the way that she bullies other people because we're better than that. And it, and if you attack one woman, you attack all all women, kind of thing. But no amount of 
real legitimate criticism is going to get into these people at all. Oh, no. They and, don't think that they're doing anything. So, like, literally, they are sticking to their agenda, and the voice of the people doesn't matter. And as so, a result, they need to be bullied. They need to be bullied. They need to be shamed. Not shamed by being a racist, because they don't think they are. What they need to be shamed about is the fucking... I'm sorry. They're going to disagree with me, liberal listeners of the show. They need to be shamed about their fucking ugly habits, their fucking ugly children, their fucking ugly ways, their dumbass fucking everything about them, you know, just ridicule them until they can't fucking walk down the street any longer without knowing for a fact that everyone on the, that they can't live in this society anymore because of how corrupt their fucking souls and morals are because they won't know how corrupt, they don't think they have corrupt souls and morals, but what they do know is they look in the mirror, she looks in the mirror and she hates the way she looks, you know? And so the one time we got a rise out of her was when we said she looked like fucking Aunt Lydia and it sent her into a fucking tizzy, you matter of times you call her a Nazi or whatever. So I am not sure I agree with what I'm ranting about right now. <laughs> but like the only way you beat a bully is by pantsing them and laughing at their small dick. I mean, that's true. That's true. I mean, I, I, I wish I would have done that to my bully. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, and what then I mean? maybe you create a school shooter instead. I'm not sure. <laughs> but maybe or but maybe you just like give up. Like, what are we what are we holding on to? By at, at, th at this point, literally, it's, it's one of those situations where um, uh, countless times have been proven that no matter how peaceful liberal people are or like how much like we it's that the chaos that's coming from the top isn't going to stop coming from the top it's going to keep coming so th at this point you have to get mad and and when you get mad you have to show you, that and I you think. and that's the, it's like the thing is like we're so, not condoning violence you know by any means but we're saying like you could get up and yell at somebody on uh, no violence whatsoever i didn't even i don't even want to imply that there was any of that but well here's what i will say too is um the um the idea that freedom of speech, that speech is now, speech is protected in America uh, completely across the board unless it can lead to direct physical harm. Right. But what is not, what was not known when all of that was put into um, place was the legitimate psychological harm that words and speech can cause. And then that question has to become, you know, is that psychological harm as important as physical harm? You know, that's a, that's a debate further down the line for scholars. But what we do accept is how dangerous words can be. The other side doesn't. The other side thinks that, you know, like they can just free they, freedom of speech is so important and they're just words. We're not hitting you. We're just using words. I think we need to turn those words around and show them how fucking dangerous and how harmful words can be to them. And that's kind of why I'm like, we have to fight fire with childish fire uh well marpa says attack her actions not her womanhood but the thing i'm is, not attacking we were, her womanhood i'm we, attacking her ugly what, face what we were just saying though is uh, is also she doesn't find her actions as wrong. exactly so when you when you riot or you yell at her about her actions that's not her concern she doesn't care that goes in one ear and out the other that's just what she would classify as fake news fucking cory lewandowski was on a, a channel and so 
someone brought up a Down syndrome, uh, an immigrant child with Down syndrome ripped from her family, and he went wah wah. Yeah. So that's the the level of fucking um, uh, discourse that we're dealing with here. Yeah. And so I'm sorry, but you're not going to get through someone who wah wahs someone with Down syndrome. Right. With their with those actions and when like in, in, in regards to Sarah like when uh, she's in a press conference and a reporter is like look you're a mom where's your compassion here and she says I know you just want more TV time it's like I'm not attacking her womanhood and that's just, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not coming for her and I'm just saying like r- ridicule her ridicule her because that's what that's what she does fucking her her dad fucking put up that image of of uh, ms-13 members to say and like and we're supposed to just say that attack his actions because he won't do it again no he's a fucking fat bass player and get his get his uh you know he's a yokel uh, apology tweet yeah like oh i'm sorry i offended they're not sorry they're these are yokels these are racist yokels who are running our country and the only thing that racist yokels can fucking handle can understand is fucking nonsense is 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 childish fucking language because that's what they're using all of the time yeah so i don't disagree i don't disagree i'm not saying i'm right i'm just like what nothing else is working vote sure sure vote well we know liberals don't do that you know like we know that liberals can't get out and vote like that and i've said that many times like liberals uh mentality is always oh well someone you know what it is like you live in a big high rise in new york and you hear someone getting shot or whatever outside and people obviously see it out the windows yeah but they all think ah, someone else will call that's a liberal 100 that's a liberal this woman thinks that i'm going to hell this woman thinks that you're going to hell. If you're watching this show, she thinks you're going to hell. And you can't fucking, you can't fucking make fun of her, her broken eye, whatever the droopy fucking eye she has. <laughs> if you were perfect in God's eyes, you'd have two working eyes, Sarah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm mad. And see, your apology means just as much as hers would. Yeah, if she I'm was. sorry. That's what I want to say. Stop apologizing. We need to stop apologizing because apologies don't mean anything anymore. You know, that's your immediate out. Like, people can say things that are just so incredibly offensive. And then with an apology, suddenly everything is good and everything is fine. No, that's such bullshit. Like, just you're not sorry. Because you said it. Here's the thing. Yeah. You said it. So you probably mean it. So therefore, you're not sorry. So don't, uh, don't fucking insult me with some and, bullshit apology. And you know what I do get sorry is if I actually then end up having a conversation and with this learn person. From and it. you learn and from learn this person. Something. And you learn and, and, and they learn something from you. They are not interested in my side. Yeah. They see me as so morally repugnant because of where I put my pee-pee. Yeah. That... It doesn't even matter. Well, I'm with them on that. <laughs> You're not mad about where I put it. You're just mad about how many how many wheres I put it. <laughs> I, I, but but you're you're not wrong in in uh, in what you're saying when it's like, well, what do we fucking do then? Like, what do we do then? Because we can't not hold March. them accountable in some way, and. They don't care about big nationwide protests. Like, honestly, if I, I think that it is more productive to be within, like, 
10 feet of them, 15 feet of them, and yelling and saying that they're fucking bullshit. I agree, I agree 100%. And I also think, like, um, you know, a lot of people want to equate the uh, gay cake scenario to the... Um, the hand, all the you red eat, hand. All-you-can-eat yeah. buffet scenario that Sarah Huckabee Sanders thought she was getting into. And um, we... Um, farm to table, keep it coming, you know what I mean? <laughs> How many farms can we put out of business tonight, baby? <laughs> uh, is that a butter farm? Do you have a butter farm that I can use? That I can farm butter straight that straight that? Do you have a Sour Patch Kid farm, maybe? <laughs> where did Twinkie? Where did we, you know they shut down that Twinkie farm a while ago, didn't they? That's weird. Um, <laughs> fuck her so much. Uh, well, how do you remember? Oh, 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 uh, 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 oh, the cake thing. It is. Look, look. You know what? This is the law of the land that you can, um, you can, you can have a disagreement with someone apparently based on your moral beliefs, and as a result of that, you don't feel comfortable serving that person something. I don't agree with that, but it's the law. Yeah. And so I don't agree with that. And also, there is a big difference between defending someone. Because I did at first, I was like, oh, this is going to be a big issue. We kicked her out. Like, that's not helping anything. But then I was thinking about it. And I was like, what does she do every day except get up there and defend? And lie. And lie. Uh, and lie she gets up there and, and lie. defend lies. And defend on moral grounds. Yeah. Absolutely repugnant, immoral behavior. Yeah. So... Like, to let her sit there is to normalize it, is to say, I can't actually eat next to you, you yeah. know? The expansion of the table that people get to eat at is supposed to be progress. They want a, they want a tiny table they want that a, you, you can't, can't sit, sit here. at. Yeah, absolutely. They want that clueless moment. And so, fucking don't give it to them. And don't make their kids feel comfortable there either. Because that's how you get to fucking, fucking you know, moms. It's not by pictures of other people's babies being taken away yeah it's by neglecting or 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 saying that they're not welcome here yeah like your kid looks like it's ugly your kids (laughs) wah wah (laughs) (laughs) wah wah oh my goodness i i didn't realize that was all gonna get so i that was good no i feel how do you feel release i'm glad i got some air conditioning in here now see yeah it's still temperate right it's good this is good for you release some of that passion (laughs) Um, uh, well, are, are, have you have you reached your limit on that one? Yeah, I guess I can only call her fat in so many uh, so many ways. <laughs> and here's the thing: I do feel bad about it. Dude. I do. I say, it and then I feel bad about it because mm. I know I'm. I know it's it's not well because right. you're a good person, and, and good people don't want to fucking talk that way. They but don't. It's, but. I'm not sure I'm wrong. I'm not sure I'm wrong. Yeah, you know, it, and it's it's um. I don't know. I just I, 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 I don't I don't want to come for anyone for for anything. And I because I know how bad it, it, it feels to be um, to hate yourself based on how you look or who you are. I know what that feels like. Yeah. And ridicule that I got from that um, hurt. But it also then made me more empathetic. Yeah. And instead, these people have turned into fucking psychopaths. And that is my fear. So it's like, I don't know how you deal with a psychopath, except um putting them in jail you know what else is crazy what else is crazy so because drag race sucked so bad <laughs> after the vixen uh-huh. uh, was eliminated i started watching real housewives of new york really yeah um now i'm in new york i'm going to Got say it. that um i have 
lived a pure life of not seeing a housewives, not watching a Kardashians willingly. No, thanks to Maxwell Esposito. <laughs> um, because I just don't want to see white rich ladies be dicks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, but don't watch the press briefing. But uh, I had a house guest, uh, Juan Chavez, you dick, who start who watches garbage like that. And, you know, I'm very lazy and I don't want to, like, make the initiative to be like, let's change the channel. Mm-hmm. You know, you're a guest. Watch what you want. Suck me right in, girl. I'm on, <laughs> I'm on season four. Now. And here's why. I'll go on. And here's why I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this is the kind of reality TV that I find convincing because those women, I believe, are just that horrible. Yeah. And they are a product of amazing casting on the, on the side of production. Yeah. And where Drag Race falters is that they put too much emphasis on story writers and using and casting girls who don't who probably don't fit that mold and aren't good performers. We need whoever's casting housewives to cast drag race. Yeah. And then and, and fire the story writers and just put the women or put the drag queens in restaurants. And that's what that's, we do. Well, that is funny. But I mean, the problem, the inherent problem is that a competition show is going to always have a, a, like, you know, a, a lot of, uh, of issues. And the thing about the housewives is no one wins. <laughs> you know, no, no, no one wins, but except their pocketbooks. But you know? now I've literally been like going around and talking to my friends. And as I'm talking to them, I'm like, oh, you're so Alex. Oh my God! Like, You've uh, changed. Like, oh my God. Worry. We have like, like you, anymore. like you're such a Ramona. It's just insane. Is that a good thing? <laughs> <laughs> Whereas, like, you always have a glass of white wine and you get to be obnoxious. So you are That's, a Ramona. I'm. I'm. Yeah. She sounds amazing. <laughs> they just went to Morocco. I'm on the season four. They just a bunch of wow. white ladies just went to Morocco yeah. and were there were some super offensive this ones. This is why they hate us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I my, I'm, I don't have anything against that show because I do think that there is some value in uh, being able to tune out um, of of fucking this insane world we live in. But I just, you know, reality television is a problem. We got into all of this. Oh, absolutely. To, like, little, reality television yeah. and social media are yeah. the two things uh, that single handedly destroyed our uh, our society. And our culture. Yeah, thanks for watching us on Facebook Live, follow me on Twitter, <laughs> Instagram, Venmo me at, you know, cool things, don't forget. Oh, it's so true. Yeah. Well, and see, this is what I was, I was talking about this uh, on the Tony Soto show because um, I want to, you have to be on social media if you work in uh, entertainment on any level whatsoever, because you want to reach as yes, many people even as our you, level. You want to reach as many people as you possibly can. Um, but I can't do that unless I have a personal account that I also have to. You know what I mean? And I would love to if I could just like manage the yeah. the show accounts and get rid of my own Facebook. I would love to be able to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just trapped. They got you trapped. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's no... There's and I don't even know how good Facebook really is for us, Eddie. Like, you know, when it comes to shit like that. Because I talked to someone and they're like, uh, no one under 20 is on Facebook. Well, it's an old lady uh, yeah. site now. So, it's, like... It's not been good enough to us to justify the election of Donald Trump. <laughs> you know, it's like, I mean, a lot of good comes from it. And we get to communicate with our fans uh, weekly. Yeah. That being said. That- <laughs> 
know. Well, what do you have going on? I don't know. I was just going to say it's hard to like, let's do a short show. <laughs> short show? Aren't we done? No, no, no. We have five minutes. But it's, uh, I was, it was, it, it's hard to like, uh, today, this is also the day, I don't know when you're listening to this, that uh, Justice Kennedy said he uh, was uh, uh, The swing vote. The swing vote. Right. He was a swing vote. We were, listen. It's all over. To his credit, no, and that's the one thing that I want to say is like to his credit, he is the guy who authored all of the gay rights, um, the pro gay rights opinions of the court for the last like two, three decades. Yeah, you know. So there's that. Um, But he wasn't by any means in any way a liberal. Yeah. So just because, and this goes to show you, um, um, it's not liberal to be pro gay people. That's called being a compassionate human. So you're losing <laughs> someone who has more compassion than some of the others, uh-huh. but we're not losing a liberal justice. Yeah. And so I'm not fucking ready to pull out my own fucking insides like a lot of people are doing right now because it's not Ruth Bader Ginsburg. It's not Sonia Sotomayor, two people who have shown their entire lives true empathy towards the world and not just towards government and uh, not uh, just towards corporate government, you know? Um, but um, it goes to show you that um, this coming election season, if your person doesn't win in the primary, don't go and vote for someone. Don't stay home and don't go and vote for someone um, like a libertarian or a Green Party who's not going to win as a protest vote because when people did that, and look, I get it. Hillary was divisive. She wasn't for everyone. But her not being president, and your protest votes because you love Bernie so much or you love the left so much um, are giving us a con- further conservative, further far right, further evangelical Christian, further anti-abortion, further uh, anti-gay, pro-gun, pro-hateful speech, Supreme Court. And that's... Um, <laughs> so happy Pride. <laughs> I hope you had a great Pride month. Yeah. <laughs> The last one ever. <laughs> well, you've really lifted us up. Um, this show is billed as a comedy show. What do you have going on? I don't even know. No? Um, you know, I'm going to start putting this date into people's minds. July 25th, 10 p.m. at Dynasty Typewriter. You can see the second installment of Some People Like Us with myself and Kasim Bentley. We have a really great lineup building, not so fully solidified yet, but um, that's the thing that I want you to come and see. And also New York in the beginning of August, I'm going to be with you for a week, so um, that'll all be out there. Follow me on the social medias, K-C-L-E-Y on Instagram, K-C-W-L-E-Y on Twitter, and K-C-L-E-Y on Venmo. There we go. Hey, guys, June 30th at Fault Line at 9 p.m. Join me for Drama Club. Uh, cover is uh, $5. It, there's a fun game. There's drag. There's fucking uh, it's gonna be 70s music. It's brought to us uh, by uh, 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 Cannabis. Oh, shit. Whatever. It's it's sponsored by, by, a, by a weed place. <laughs> um, and, and it's just it's just going to be super fun. Coming out in your 70s garb and, and hang out and... And then uh, on July 2nd, 
Uh, it's the third anniversary for Learn the Words, bitch. So come out to Akbar. Uh, sign up is at 8.30. Show starts at 9.30. Um, lip syncing competition for anybody and everybody. And I just want to say, um, if you want to hear my comedy and you haven't seen my comedy, but you're just obsessed with my comedy, but you don't live in Los Angeles or one of the places that I get to, you can hear me on this week's installment of Put Your Hands Together, which is Cameron Esposito and Rhea Butcher's um, live show podcast. And I just had a really great set there. So go to listen to those queermos and you'll hear me so i was do stand up. i wasn't done but oh, what else you cool. got going on <laughs> um all right guys you know my social media <laughs> bye bye